0: When I was 23 years old, all anybody wanted to ask me was, what do you do for a living? And what was my response? My response was, I do awesome. I'm Steve Armato, and I started this podcast to interview awesome people who build awesome lives. So now, let's do awesome. Welcome back to another episode of Doing Awesome, and today, we're going a little different than normal, like we've had business people on, but today we have a sports content creator who basically decided that you know what he wants to do he wants to work for himself and he wants the freedom to work for himself and he wants to build the life that he wants and his story is awesome this is going to be great this is going to you're going to get a lot of value out of this if you're somebody that is trying to build something that. You've been trying to do yourself. You want to work for yourself. You listen to this episode and you're going to get a lot of value out of the Sheffield Shuffler. So stay tuned for this episode of Doing Awesome. Peter, also known as the Sheffield Shuffler, welcome to the show, my friend. It has been a while. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Former co hosts of each other, right? I was, you know what? I was going to get into that. Like, I was going to get into that, like, real quick, like, how we met. We met on TikTok. Yeah, because I was doing a ton of sports betting content, and you reached out to me. Yeah, you weren't the um, first dude I met on the internet. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I know what you mean. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what. This
1: you, one turned I, out a little bit better than the other times.
0: Yes, it, I, yeah, my, me too. Honestly, so, yeah. But you know, you let you brought me on, gave me an opportunity to co-host. At the time, it was Daily Dingers. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing Chef's Kiss. You've you've moved on to some bigger and better things. So let's talk about what you're doing right now and where you started. Sure. Yeah. Um.
1: So now, yeah, I have a, the new podcast is called Chef's Kiss. I had another one called um, Lost in the Shuffle, but the company that I worked at, uh, I won't name, um, kind of just kept it on their uh, platform. Didn't give me like the RSV feed or whatever in them. So F them in the BH. Um. And now, yeah, I have this new one, Chef's Kiss. I try to bring on. People in the industry, athletes, obviously it's hard landing athletes and stuff like that. But I have my co-host, my buddy, John, who we do it um, anytime we don't have a guest. So it's me and John a lot. And then, um, yeah, we just talk about sports and stuff. Like I was telling you, dude, it's basically just um, just for supplemental content for the pages and then just for me and him to kind of just talk shit and um, give people a perspective of my personality in a long form as opposed to like that 30 second clip.
0: So yeah. Yeah. yes. Now I want to talk about your personality a little bit because you have one of the best personalities on the internet oh, in the thank you. In the sports content creator space. I know it's you're it's it's not just you don't just do gambling. Like the way you the way that you produce your content and you you legitimately produce your content and I don't think people understand the difference between someone who produces their content as a content creator and somebody who just takes their phone and like just does some random shit there like what goes behind your content like how do you I've seen you I've I've had the opportunity because we've hung out I've had the opportunity to see you like when you're in there creating but like what goes behind it like how do you come up with ideas
1: Um, I'm on my phone a lot. So a lot of it is just scrolling through your feed, looking at things, looking at storylines. You know, I have like subsets of my content, right? Like I, there's a formula and I got this formula that I really liked and it's from Jeff Tremaine. Jeff Tremaine was the producer of Jackass. Remember Jackass? Yes. Um, Like the TV show. So the producer, Jeff Tremaine, he had like this formula and it was like, show them something gross followed by something heartwarming, followed by something hilarious, followed by something and then I'll put like informative in there. So I really like that formula to kind of like you're like, "Oh, gross." "Oh, that's so cute." And just, "Oh, that's cool." So it's kind of like this formula that I'm trying to implement throughout my brand and then obviously I have to do that through carousels, through static images, through reels, through um, you know, big heads, those things that I make. So there's a different kind of ways that I'll I'll look at content and it's like, hey, this would fit better as a graphic. This will fit better as like a reel. Maybe I have uh, an idea to make something, um, and then obviously I have obligations with work that I have to to make certain content as well. But I make what I like, dude. I mean, my shit is not banging all the time on TikTok. I don't give a fuck, dude. That's like you know, like, sorry, should we swear on here or no? You could you could say whatever you want, oh, baby. Okay. Um, I just I don't give a shit, dude. I do whatever I want to, whatever I think is cool. I'll make it if it's cheesy, so what? I put out fucking uh, consistently, so it's like everything's not gonna bang, which is which is fine. I still have a great job. I work from home. Like I love my life, dude. So like I don't need gratification out of like all this other kind of stuff. Like I already made it. Like I'm doing this full time, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah, dude. Like I just. And like you were talking about, the the creators who like will put their phone up and they're like, "Uh, this is why you should draft Zay Flowers in the ninth round, you know, like they got a fucking floating head and you're like, oh, cool. Anybody can do that, dude. And people are like, I'm a content creator. No, you're fucking not, dude. You're a fucking schmuck with an iPhone. Okay. I have a DSLR camera. I know how to work the software. I know how lighting works. I know Just like you do, Steve, you do this for your brand, like for your company that you own. Like when you highly produce something, it stands out on your feed. That's why I get some more views because like, Hey, that stands out. That looks really nice. But now everybody can buy fucking podcast equipment and nice cameras. So it's making it harder to stand out. But um, yeah, and the thing that sucks too, is like a lot of the times that fucking low quality, five second stuff is what bangs and then I'll put together something and I'll edit it for an hour and have like motion graphics captivating things you know moving across the screen moving elements and then just nothing falls flat so I hope that answered your question
0: no that answered my question Great. (laughs) great but like even I feel like the stuff that you think might fall fall flat it's I think a lot of people like you just said yourself right you don't care like you're not looking for the gratification and i, I care think- a little bit i do care a little
1: bit yes okay but what
0: do, what, do, what do you care about do you care about being right or do you care about something banging because you do a lot of sports stuff like we haven't really gotten into it yet you do a lot of sports stuff like sports betting like fantasy things like that like do you care more about do, do, do you, and hot takes you have some good you have some good hot takes too like so do you care more about being right or do you care more about like this Thing's gonna bang like I'm getting 850,000 views, and that's and like that's banging,
1: yeah. I'd rather have it bang because a lot of the stuff that bangs. Um, I made one about like Philadelphia, I was like, Philadelphia is the greatest sports town right now, and like most of the comments are like, You fucking bum, you guys suck, like it's all, but it's like, bah, 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 all these comments. I don't care, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even from here, dude, like <laughs> I don't care, so it's um, yeah, kind of like or like the hot takes. I'm like, I'll take someone's side and it's very unpopular because I don't agree with most people. Cause I think most people are idiots. So like, <laughs> I won't be a very popular take, but yeah, it bangs, but I'm not going to say something just to get a reaction. Like it's what I believe truly. I'm not like trying to get like, you know, this is why, you know, yeah. Chubba Hubbard's going to win your fantasy. Like that's a fucking bold faced lie. So I say things that I believe in and then I will back it up with evidence or what I believe. And then that's that. Sometimes it's unpopular. And then that's great, dude. Do you remember the bowler, Pete Weber? That yes. guy? Who are you? Oh, I am. Yes. So he He had a quote, too, like when he retired or something. He said love me or hate me you watched and i'm like damn dude that's right like i don't give a shit if you hate me you watch dude you know how many comments i'll look at and people talk shit and then i'll click on their profile and it says follow back and i'm like what a schmuck dude like just unfollow me why, why, why are you talking so much shit in the comments all the time but you still follow me so you still watch
0: right they need the Those those are the trolls they never post yeah. anything they just want to comment on you know on the post now you know you said i know you're not from philly i know where you're from from chicago um that's kind of where you got the sheffield shuffler name yes i believe um so what brought you what brought you uh back here from chicago to philadelphia and um you know how's it all gone down for you you love philly i know you're big the thing is i know how you are with sports and like when the Phillies are good and like the Eagles are good, like you're in, you're in the mix. So oh, let's yeah. talk about you getting, getting over here and then like why you love being in the mix so much.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was yeah born and raised right outside of Chicago. I lived in the city for years. I worked downtown Chicago. Um, Sheffield and Addison is where my apartment was right next to Wrigley field. So I am the Sheffield shuffler. I'd come home drunk and my buddy, you know, I'd be shuffling home. They go, there he is. The Sheffield shuffler (laughs) shuffling home. And I'm like, I love that name. I'm using that for my future brand. Um, and then I moved out here. This is where my wife is from South Jersey. So we moved out here, got a house, had a baby, did all that stuff. And yeah, man, I like it. It's really hard. Like people, you know, oh you don't like the bears or the cubs anymore of course i do i I still do but when you move to a city that has a very rich culture passionate fan base and i've never had any ill will towards like anybody on the east coast i grew up in the midwest dude i hate the packers i hate milwaukee brewers their fans are disgusting people from wisconsin are generally pretty gross um so like that's who i can't stand like i have like like the eagles is i'm like Yeah, sure. Like, Eagles are cool, and they're just so good right now. The Phillies are so good. You got Schwarber. You got Harper, some of the best baseball players. Schwarber won a World Series with the Cubs. They had Castellanos, who's with the Cubs. So it was very easy to fall in love with the culture and with their sports teams because everything's banging right now, dude. Like, it's so fun to be in
0: Philly. All the teams are great. Absolutely. Trey Turner too. He's hot
1: now. Ever since yeah. they
0: supported him, they gave him the little the standing O because he was yeah. slumping. The guy's on fire now. Yeah. Like listen, I still pay attention. I know what's going on. Now, so being from the Midwest, right? How does that how do you think that like shaped you as you've gone through life? Like it's different over there, right? So like what's it like being from the Midwest, what's it like coming back east and how has that like shaped you kind of as you've grown?
1: Um, yeah, I really outgrew the like where I was living. Cause I was what, like 33 and I've lived there my whole life. Like I got all my education in Illinois. I lived in Illinois, lived in Chicago, like all, you know, probably like a 300 mile radius or something like that outside of like college and stuff. I've lived there. So after a while, dude, like, you know, you'll see you're going grocery shopping. I'm like, you know, I'm a day tea or whatever and you see people from chemistry class and you're like god fucking damn it dude You like try and not make eye contact and they're in the checkout counter right next to you and you're like oh hey well, frank right all right and, no, no we don't need to exchange numbers that's okay <laughs> so yeah i was very excited to move dude i wanted to live in a place just like my hometown just not my hometown and that's what i found out here in south jersey and it's great Food is awesome. A lot of Italians and Jews. So I fit in with at least half the community. Um, Yeah. So a lot of Italians, a lot of Jews, the food's really good. I like that The pizza is very thin. Um, I'm an hour from the beach and I don't even like the beach, but now like we're going to go Sunday. Like I like it out here. I'm close to Baltimore. Baltimore's underrated city, two hours away. You're not far away. Almost, you know, two hours, whatever it is, hour, whatever. Um, So yeah, there's. There's nothing not to like about this. And it's weird because coming from the Midwest, people are like moving to Jersey. People are like, why are you moving to Jersey? Jersey sucks. Like, it's gross. It stinks. And I'm like, bro, have you been here? Like, this place is cool. Like, I don't know why everyone's like, Jersey sucks. Jersey sucks. I think you get a lot of false information from Jersey Shore and you think like that's who lives here nobody I haven't seen one person like that maybe North Jersey that's what I've been told like people are like that but every like we go to the Jersey Shore every summer dude and they say oh the Jersey Shore it's like no we're like the South Jersey Shore towns like I have to explain to my friends and family like how it works like I'm like no there's not just one town it's all these towns on the shore and you pick which one you go to and different ones have different vibes and like oh okay but you don't know that if you're not from here you know what I mean right
0: Right. And also you don't, the, that's like 1% of like humanity that, yeah. that are those like the Jersey shore people like Ed Hardy. there's even in North Jersey. Cause I'm technically in North Jersey, like even in North Jersey, like there's, there's, it's 1% of humanity Right, to be blatantly honest with you. Yeah. I mean, someone's so, buying those Ed Hardy shirts and those bedazzled jeans, right? Correct. Give me one second because my dog just opened my door and my wife's on a call. So just, like times, just, just like old times, man. It's like old to- times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm back. All right. Yeah, so so that's like like I said, that's only 1% of humanity there. But I want you know what I want to talk about too. I want to talk about your brand. Like Sheffield Truffler, you it's not just a nick like a nickname or anything. Like you turned it into a brand. So like how did that get started with turning it into a brand and like I know you come up with some very awesome t-shirt ideas. So let's talk about how that became a brand and like how it went around. Like I know it's a, the website will we'll plug it later, but I want you to talk about that.
1: Yeah. So I am a one man operation, dude. Nope. I don't hire anybody. I don't outsource any work. Everything that you see is produced and created by me. My website created by me, my posts, my t-shirts, all that stuff. I'm the only one. And it's very difficult. Now, you know that, you know, as an entrepreneur, someone who owns a business, how hard it is to be the only man doing everything. So some things get neglected at times and I know how that, you know, that part of the business is, but anyway, it started like this, dude. So I wanted to, it was like during COVID and like, I'm like, I want to work for myself eventually, you know, like cultivating a life that you want to live, right? Freedom, Freedom's is very important to me. I like being able to work anywhere. I work from my phone, bro. I go golfing all the time. Um, and because I can work from my phone and it's like, this is beautiful. So cultivating the life that you want to live. Basically that started in 2020 it started with, I want to do sports t-shirts. Maybe I can get a, a new revenue stream. I'm always trying to build a new revenue stream. That's like always how I can, you know, um, how my mind thinks. So I'm like, let's, let's start like my brand. And I always had Sheffield Shuffler. I have, you know, notebooks of like, I had like design the website of how it would look and blah, blah, blah. So I want to make t-shirts. So I start designing stuff. I bought the Adobe suite, Like, you know, I bought the domain. You, you get all this stuff. You're like, all right, I'm gonna start a business or I'm gonna start, you know, this revenue stream. So you, I buy this Adobe software. I learn how to do Photoshop, learn how to do Illustrator. Watched YouTube videos in my room up to one o'clock in the morning, like grinding dude. Like figuring out, like, I taught myself everything. Figured out how to do Photoshop and Illustrator and all that shit. Nobody, I didn't take any classes. Like I figured out on my own watching YouTube. Um, so then I, you know, start making shirts. I have this website and then I'm like, dude, yeah, that's great. But like, I need to put my personality behind the brand. You know what I mean? And right. I always, and I always made videos and, you know, high school I was in like the the television show. So then I started making like videos and stuff. And then eventually over the three year period is where it is nowadays, you know, I had to brand it. How do I want to brand Sheffield Shuffler and what I want it to look like and how, and and you can see dude from where I was, sometimes shit will pop up when it's like, remember this from 2020 or 2021. I'm like, God damn dude. Like, production quality, very low. Uh, It's not formatted correctly, but like that's where it started. And then it gradually grew into what it looks like now and it's color scheme. It's branded. You see a graphic, you know, that's mine. Same thing with, you know, templates and that's building templates and like learning how to work smarter, not harder. So instead of building everything from scratch, you have templates. And now I know how to plug and play this and I can create a graphic a lot quicker, and the same thing with videos. So started putting my my personality behind the brand. I sold, the, uh, well, I gave a couple of t-shirts to Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. He wore he wore those on the field, so that was super cool. Me and my brother, I was like, yeah, bro, so sick. So that was a huge win. <laughs> um, then I got hired eventually as like a full time content creator, and I, that was like my dream job. I'm like, I made it do like, I'm doing something full time that I love doing that I'm passionate about. So then that happened and now I have a new job and, you know, it's doing something different at a more higher level as a creative director and kind of having like those ideas of what's working and how you can um, continue to brand for somebody else and stuff like that. So learning along the way and, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how we got to, um, how we got to where you are now.
0: Yeah, man. That's, it's a, it's great to see. Cause you know, I got, I got to know you like midway through the journey. Yeah. Right. But like you were, you were always like just pumping content. And every time I talk to you, I'd be like, how do you edit your stuff? You're like, I can do it on my phone. I do this. I use this from Adobe. I, I use rush. I use that. I I know the suite. like I taught myself how to do it. And like, that's what I do. And I'm like, that is it's like it's just impressive to see too cuz like you crank out like 3 4 videos in a couple hours like you're you're fast with it too mm. and you come up with these concepts and it's it's awesome and I love watching you do your thing it's like incredible to see and like along the way now do you have you like grown relationships that have that have like helped you along the way like how important do you think relationships are especially in like a content business
1: I mean if if I I'm, I'm not trying to blow out your back here, Steve, but you are one of the best contacts that I've had. Like when I was looking for a new position, you connected me with a lot of people. You had a lot of connections and now I'm working where I work and that's because you gave me an introduction. So like I told you earlier, dude, like I don't fuck with people that don't fuck with me. You know what I mean? So like I, we, we, we know what we were talking about earlier about all these people that are, you know, it, whatever, But people that I do generally like when I saw your TikToks, I was like, oh, this guy's funny. Like he's from New York, like seems like a cool guy. I'm going to reach out. And then we started a friendship. And then like that um, was, yeah, very influential to where I am now. You introduced me to who you did. And now I work for this company. Um, There are people who um, don't like it's not beneficial. Um, You kind of get what you need from them. Like I had um, I had uh Jake Butt on my podcast. Jake Butt is like a former tight end for Michigan and then yes. he was in the NFL for a little bit got injured um but yeah I mean like he like he don't fuck with me. You know what I mean like he's not going to repost my stuff or anything like that or right. um right but you know but I want to have him on the podcast. So it's kind of just like oh cool all right. <laughs> um so there's like things like that that you can kind of that you have on even though you know you're not going to get too much out of it but Um, honestly, dude, no, I don't have a lot of guys. There's a, there's a, another podcast of, uh, two guys that's close to me. That's not too far. I reached out to them. We met up like we were buddies and stuff. They have a podcast. They're really cool. We hang out. Um, but that's about it, dude. As far as like this space, I think it's, it's hard to find people just like in your location, I guess, like depending on where you are. I mean, there's, and then there's guys that are here that I do know, but like, I don't want to collab with them. I don't want to do what they do. Like, you know what I mean? I'm 30, yeah. I'm 34 years old, dude. Like I'm not, these 23 year old kids. Like, eh, you're a child. You know what I mean? Like I got nothing in common with you. Like I'd rather do my own thing. And that's what I'm always focused on. Just do my shit. Just do my shit. It gets hard being the only one. Like I do want to collab with other people, but very few friendships uh, that I've made, honestly, like through this, if I'm, if I'm just being honest.
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I get it. It's, you know, first of all, thank you for the kind words. I did not want to lead to that, but, but um, it did though. I mean, I'm just being honest. No, I, no, I get, no, I get it. And like, when you told me, that's the thing, like, I, I do know people, like, I, I just, from years of relationships and when you were like, Hey, like, I'm looking for this, I was like, I have like five people for you. Like, let's. Get, yeah. let's like just get you in contact with them just because i knew something was going to come of it like i just knew it like i was like there's no there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to be fine like i just he's got to get in touch with some of these people and yeah. you did like you just did it yourself i just wrote an email like you did the rest yourself like you are killing it too well, with the, when you yeah, have the with, skill
1: set that makes you valuable that's what it is
0: right and you have that so it's like People just you just needed to get in front of people at that point, which like you know you the thing is like you are an asset to people and companies because you are self sufficient. You don't need anybody. You don't need anybody to tell you what to do. You you could basically run your own show. So that that is a, an asset to any like anybody, right? Anybody and and now I will say this from working in I, I people know like I was in the industry for a few years, like in that like sports betting kind of space with pod, with the podcast that I had and stuff like that. What makes it tough is like, I, I feel like a lot of people aren't like looking out for each other. Like I'm not saying everybody, but I feel like what makes it difficult is people. A lot of people are just looking for something from someone. And if they get that, that thing they're looking for, they move on. They never really develop an actual relationship and long-term. I just don't think that that's sustainable and that word gets around.
1: Bro, this is a very saturated market, right? Everybody wants to be a content creator or a YouTuber. My, my wife tells me, or like, you know, kids in school, like, what do you want to be? Nobody says an astronaut, an accountant, a doctor. Everyone's like, I want to be a vlogger, a YouTuber. Everybody wants to do this job. So everybody with a phone now is a content creator, right? Um, so it's like very um, saturated and people are not trying to support you at all because right. everyone's trying to do the same thing. So yes, there's a lot of that stuff. Nobody wants to support you if you're not supporting them. And I'm, I'm, guilty of it too, I will support good content. If I don't think it's funny and we don't fuck with each other, like I'm not supporting you. I don't get that in return. And I know if me liking your stuff has no effect on me, like anybody else liking my stuff, that's something I I try and remember is like, Hey, if I support this person, like that doesn't take away from my brand, but like I'll only support things that i find valuable funny well-produced that kind of stuff you know what i mean dumbos no, I and momos with you know the floating head and very low quality bullshit regurgitated you know how many times i've seen the one and we're back it's ncaa football and like they're just standing there and it's all the words it's like buffalo chicken blah 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 and like i'd done that and it was like for you know Everybody has done that, but now I saw it again. I'm just like Jesus, dude. Get a fucking new idea, man. Like we saw that already a million times. We saw it,
0: right? Um, You're, actually, a lot of people saw yours a million times too.
1: Sure, sure. <laughs> but I, I, just, I saw I saw one today, and I'm just like God, jeez, guys. you like we did this last season, dude. Something something new, but um, it's like
0: going up. Now it's like now it's now it's like we got to get the new trend. Sure. And actually like, so how do you spot trends, dude? I like, cause you, I feel like you, you produce a a lot of original stuff, but then like you spot a trend and you do it in an original way. So like if you spot a trend, you're not just doing it the way everybody else is doing it. You're like actually putting an idea behind it. So like, how do you a spot the trend and b like, how long does it take you? To come up with your idea for that trend. I did one this morning,
1: actually. Uh, you saw my golf one where it's like yes. you fucking rock hard like a fucking missile. Yeah, you know, yeah. Joey Diaz. So I saw one this morning of this girl, and she was drinking a coffee and it was like, when I get my Starbucks for the day or whatever, and it's just like, do your push-ups, do your fucking, <laughs> you know, like that. And then her eyes were on it, and it was on her coffee. Like her coffee like was pep talking her. You know what I mean? Like that. So um, I have a partnership with bogey bros now sponsored okay. golfer, dude, no big deal. Like that's big. Um, it's like, it's right really not a big deal. I'm a sponsored golfer and you know, I shoot, I shot a 95 last week for the first time, wow. not trying to brag here. Just like, you know, I'm very humble about it. Um, but I made a video for, for them. So I was like, I saw that trauma. I thought it was funny. And Joey Diaz is so funny when he swears he's, and he's and, hilarious, dude. He's yeah. The best. So I saw that and I was like, uh, I'm like, I can't just like rip that off because like coffee doesn't, you know, that does. I love coffee, but that it, it doesn't really fit for my brand. Right. So I was just thinking and then I was like in the garage or whatever. I was like, oh, dude, like I could do that with like my driver or my putter or something and like getting ready to like go shoot just like a fucking terrible game, you know, or a terrible round of golf. So just kind of tailoring it to your brand. You know, uh, something that people can still relate to. It's golf, you know, stuff like that. So just kind of tailoring it to your brand. One thing that I do a lot, Steve, is like what, when I'll be on TikTok and I'll hear a uh, audio that I like, I save it. I don't yes. know. I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but I know I like it. And then you will I'll see a storyline for football or something like that. And I'm like, I'll go through my favorites and I'll click them once in a while. And I'm like, oh, oh, I like that. Like I can use this for that, and then I will tailor it to the situation. Even though that audio was maybe something I saved a while ago.
0: Yeah, I get. Yes, that's a great way to do it too, um, because so I still make some content for Sports Grid, mm-hmm. as, you, as you know, you're the boss over there, so you see it. Um, but what I've started trying to do is I'm looking for like motivational stuff that you could turn into like spin it into sports betting or like Wolf of Wall Street, things like that, that you could yeah. turn into it. It's always fun. Your bullet whiskey see. one did really well. The bullet whiskey, the bullet, <laughs> <laughs> the bullet whiskey one did do well. That was, that was, you know, that was just a, you know what? See, it,
1: it, it's also the little nuances and um, like acting. So I, I, I have taken um, acting classes. I graduated from the improv program at Second City.
0: Second City, where dude. Chris Farley went. Oh, and- I know, and- dude. Do you to- Dude, do you know? Um, the there's a podcast. I'm plugging them now. They don't need need plugging yeah, but smart list with like Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. Yeah, those. And I haven't listened Hay. to it,
1: but I've seen like clips and stuff.
0: Everybody they have on there was, everybody they have on there that was on SNL was at Second City. Yes, it's it's crazy. So you graduated from there. I graduated from
1: the improv program there. It took a year to get done, and then I took acting classes there. Um, so I mean, I have my certificate right over there, Second City Training Center. It's got my name on it. Um, so that's what you're looking so, for when you're making these. You're well, you're like I was gonna, I was gonna compliment you. Like I know, dude, I can act. Like I am a, I can act. And I mean, sometimes it it doesn't come through. Like if it's doing something cheesy in a TikTok, like I understand that. But um, like, I know I got the chops for it. Um, You're like the—I was just going to compliment you on the video that you did, like with the whiskey. It's like the little nuances and like the not overacting that you see a lot on TikTok, where like it's like you're (laughs) overacting. The, the little nuance where you went to put the whiskey to your lips, but then you dropped it and you didn't drink it. Like that I thought was so funny. And it was just like a little nuance, like a little thing that was so natural, but I thought that was so funny. You're just like sitting there and then you went to bring it up and then you put it down without drinking it. That was so good.
0: <laughs> that was, that was, thank you. I appreciate that. That was, that was one. So actually when like, I get the the moment where I could have the couch without my dog being everywhere I usually could get some some decent content done yeah. on that stage but I'm actually I got a, I got a bone to pick with you though on mm-hmm. and this has nothing to do with content when we first started when we first became friends I told you I was going golfing, and you're like, "Yeah, and nah, I'm not really into it. I never really get into." it. And now you're a sponsored golfer shooting 95s. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Talk to me about golf here first. I'm also, um, I'm buying a shirt with your link because oh, nice. those shirts, look, those shirts look sick. Um, they're cool, need right? Gear. I need a new, and I need some new golf gear too. So I'm yeah. buying a shirt because I'm going, I'm going away for two weeks. When I get back, I have some golf plans. So there's that thing. But how'd you get into golf? Like, I want to talk about that because you hated it. I did a year and a half ago. What happened?
1: We got to go golfing though. You promised me like this fall. We'll make it happen. Yes.
0: yes, We'll make that. I'll come drive
1: up on a weekend or I'll come down, I'll come down to you
0: or we'll meet in the middle, whatever it is. Yeah.
1: We could try out a different course, but, um, I never played, I played golf maybe over a decade ago when I was like still living in the city. I was probably 24 or something. Just not good, dude. Just bad. I have a baseball (laughs) swing, right? So I have a nice set of clubs because my nanny's husband um, was like a PGA pro. So I got like nice clubs and stuff. But um, at the beginning of this summer, my father-in-law, my father-in-law belongs to a a, a club. My wife's cousin belongs to the same club. So her dad asked me to go golfing. I'm a lefty. I'm like, "Ah, I'm a lefty, you know, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I'm a lefty. So he's a lefty too. So I decided to give it a shot, right? We're going to go golfing. He's going to let me use his clubs and we'll go, you know, father, father father-in-law, son, son son-in-law kind of thing. So I went and I played and, you know, you hit one when you, you know, you stripe it, you just like chase that feeling. And I think I like it so much because it's like baseball. It's like being at the batting cages. It's a swing and you are hitting a ball. It's just stationary. It's a little bit different, you know? But it's still a swing, it's very different swing, but I think that's why I like it. Um, so I went and I was like, called up my parents. I was like, ship the clubs, ship them immediately, <laughs> right now. And it it is like a like an addicting like itch, dude. I was like, I need to go again. Get my clubs here. I want to get shirts, hats. Like, let's go golfing. And um, I've been probably like twenty five times this summer. Um, I'll go like twice a week and um yeah like i said i'm I'm under under 100 now um so decent like 95 like i wanted to get under 100 by the end of the summer so i shot a 95 last week and i was very happy with that um and yeah and then i reached out to to bogey bros and i'm like hey let's do some golf stuff and because those shirts are expensive dude they're like 70 bucks yeah i was like yeah i'm like yo send me some free shit though so um yeah, and I pretty much just like fell in love with it. I I don't care to watch it so much. You know what I mean? Like different. Like, it's a different thing. Like like if you like to play video games, you're like yeah, I like to play video games. Okay, but do you like to watch other play, people play video games? And you're like, eh, not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. Um, Maybe. But yeah, so golf is fun, dude. I go all the time now. Yeah, and, now we have know. to
0: go. Like it's yeah. now we have to go. It's so much fun. I actually I. Oh, I went to the driving range mm-hmm. last week. So I go to a driving range near me that is it has the the top golf, the top tracer technology. So okay. it's like top golf without the bar and everything. So it's like you get to learn that's how I really started getting better because I learned like how to actually like what I how far I could hit my clubs, like sure. what I needed in certain situations. That's how I started learning. And Last week – and I, I went earlier this year, and I was playing – I played well, and I went last week, and I was just, like, mashing the ball mm-hmm. off the tee, right? And, like, you could play a virtual course. So I, like – I just watched the guy next to me swing, and I was like, that – like, I, cha- I got to change something. And I changed the little thing, and I was just mashing it, like, dead center, like – I hit, I hit a five iron, 185, like right down the middle. I was like, I've never hit a five iron like that. This is yeah. a, the greatest feeling. And then the next hole of the virtual course, I go to tee off. I swing. I look up at my club and the head snapped off. Oh, geez. Yeah. So now I need a new, uh, new driver. New driver it's upsetting. It it's really hard to
1: it's hard to put a bunch of holes together, dude. That's why I, I mean golf is very difficult cuz you can have a good hole and then you have a
0: fucking blow up hole and you know and you lose your driver, and you bust it dude, up. It's, dude, it's a humbling game, man. Yeah. It's a humbling game. Now, I want to get into some other stuff real quick before we get you of here. Like, you know how you see it a lot? You see it on Twitter. All these people talk about Morning routines? Do you have one? Like, what do you think about them? Do you have one? Like, mm. what do you, what are your thoughts? Morning routine? Yeah. Like, what do you do mean? You like these food? like inspirational guys that are no, like. No, doesn't wake have up to be in, the- This is why I'm asking because I, I ask I I've asked everybody this so far, and I'm like, do you do something in the morning mm. that gets you like just ready to go for the day? And it doesn't have to be like like I'm not I'm not a four a.m. wake up, go take an ice bath, and go jog ten miles. Yeah. type of guy. I get up and I just, I kind of try and start working. That's when I'm most effective mm. is when I get up and I start working. But like, do you do something in the morning? Like w- to get yourself ready to go? Or are you just like, I get up, I have coffee and I start my day.
1: Yeah. So my schedule looks a lot different now ever since having the baby, right? Yes. Um, when I wasn't a parent, it was, yeah, let's get going get to the gym, drink a pot of coffee and start working. I like to start working early, dude, because then that will set me up for the rest of the day, especially yeah. working in social media. Like my, my fucking mantra, dude, work smarter, not harder. Right. Yeah. So I can wake up six in the morning. Um, I get my post done or prepared, put them inside um, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, whatever. And then schedule them out for the day. You know, how, you know, I can have them scheduled out. So now I can go golfing at seven ten, and then be done. You know, for nine holes at nine thirty or whatever. Stuff's going out, like because I'm working smarter. Like I had this right. scheduled out, so now I can enjoy my life and still be working at the same time. So, but now with the baby, like first thing is obviously taking care of her, the dog, get the dog outside, change the baby, feed her. Um, that takes a little bit. My, my wife has been home from summer break. So our routines about to change because she's going back to school tomorrow. She'll be out the door. I got to take the baby either to the in-laws or, you know, to daycare. Um, so now I'll be a little bit more free in the morning, but honestly do like, I love my mornings because they are so relaxing. I don't have to. And I always thought like, if I can make it that I don't have to set an alarm. And then I don't know when I'm getting paid. That's when I know I made it. And I'm halfway there because I don't set my alarm. <laughs> okay. I, still, I, I still know when I'm getting paid. You. Um, but you know what I mean? like So like I wake up when my nat- when my body wakes me up or when my daughter starts crying. It's usually, okay. usually the latter. But I wake up, have my coffee, put my daughter, you know, we play on the ground. I put on my sports shows, you know, get up to date on what's going on, kind of just ingest the whole sports world Get on, you know, your phone, start getting some ideas. I save some stuff so then I can go back and create, you know, things on my templates. But I'm not a yeah, I mean, at least recently with having the baby, I'm not like a big like get up and get going. (laughs) I enjoy the slowness, the easiness of the morning. Like I enjoy that so much. Getting the coffee ready, um, doing all that stuff. And then I get to work and um, you know, I'm I'm usually up. Like I was up, you know, late last night to like probably like twelve or something. Um, so I mean yeah, I'm not a big into like. Yeah. I
0: enjoy that slow morning. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, like I don't, I don't get, I, you know, I, like look, I know that the, these things might, maybe they're beneficial, but like to me, like getting up and jumping in an ice bath like immediately, like right now, to me, does not have any effect on making money. Chill out, like, dude. I am just chill I'm, out. I'm worried about doing what I have to do. Yeah. Run a business, do you know? Make yeah. sure my, like my dog and my wife, like I'm my, my to wife, like
1: my cortisol levels, no. right?
0: Right, like I'm like like I want to make sure like my like I make coffee in the morning, like before my wife wakes up, so that when she wakes up, there's coffee, yeah. or we just go get it. Like, you know, like I like to I like to do my things that I have to do in the morning. I'm not jumping in an ice bath. I'm sorry, it's just not happening right now. Yeah, and like I'll go work out at like 9 o'clock sometimes because yeah. when you're I'm, awake. I, right like i like today was an exception because i had something else to do so i went at like 6 like i had to but like that's rare i don't mm-hmm. do that every day you know i just did it cuz i had i had to today but like now there's the whole point of this is doing awesome. Like you are somebody that I feel like is doing awesome at life. That is why you're on the show. You. Also, you're just an awesome person. Like you're a good friend. Like I love, like, you know, I love talking to you. Yeah, You know, we talk, we talk a lot. I feel like, like we we're always shooting text back and forth. We got to see each other more. I know it's been a crazy year. Yeah. I apologize. But what does living an awesome life look like to you? I
1: I think I touched on it earlier and it's like cultivating the life that you want. So um, when you have that, I think you rely less on external um, appreciation or external affirmation from other people, bosses, things like that. Uh, I think it comes with like getting older and wiser and learning what's important. Um, If I can have, you know, like friends, if I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you're one of my quarters. I don't have tons of friends, but I got good friends. Um, I have a job that I enjoy. I get to work in sports media. You know, people make fun of me in the comments. I don't give a shit, dude. Like I make videos. I make graphics for a living. I have a home. Do you know how fucking hard it is to have a house? Like those (laughs) things. And I'm not like trying to like, like, you know, I'm just saying like, Un, um self oh, being self aware like i have a home i have a loving wife i have a healthy beautiful daughter i work something something i do something that i love for a living i can go golfing like i have a dog like those things like that's what's important to me the freedom i have to work from my phone cultivating your life to whatever that is maybe it is traveling 24/7 maybe it is you know, not being married and just, you know, slang and poon all the time, like whatever your vision is for an awesome life, just working towards cultivating that. And then when you have it just appreciating like, wow, this is, this is great. I, this is why I work so hard. This is makes all the journey to where you are worth it. And, you know, Anybody that works hard at something, Steve, appreciates it more. If your father gave you a Lamborghini at 16, you wouldn't appreciate it as much as when you're going to have it when you're 37 because you've worked for it. You know what I mean? So absolutely. um, Absolutely. But that's that would be my definition. Like I said, like I want to work to where I don't have to set an alarm and I don't know when I'm getting paid. I'm halfway there. So that is like just little things like that is like just living an awesome life and just being a good person. You know, like I, I'll be, I'll be an asshole, dude. I don't give a shit. I can I'm a savage dude. Talk to my brother, my mom. Like I am cold blooded when I come like to certain things, but I'm also a very warm, loving friend, husband, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. You're a loyal
0: person, that, but you're, lo- I, you're a loyal person, man. I get it. I understand you're, I don't, know where I, was, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, yeah. Like you don't like, don't let them, don't let them mistake kindness for weakness. That's where you were going with. Sure. That. Yeah. You know, I get yeah. it. Yeah. So I whatever
1: that, whatever that looks like for your life, just, just work towards that. I would say, and like, I'm not done. Like I haven't achieved everything I want to achieve, but um, just being happy, dude, the goal is to be, I don't know, content or happy or whatever that, is, at least for me, like, I just want to be happy every day, dude. That's I it. I drove to Starbucks this morning like just going to get my pumpkin coffee like I'm fucking happy. I sat there. I started making some memes like that's my life, dude. Like I'm very happy doing that, making a living doing this. So, yeah. That
0: also yeah, it is pumpkin spice season. Poof, I did baby, I me. did get. I did get. I got that when you that post, I was like I felt that. It's pumpkin spice okay. season. Yeah. That's it. yeah. You got to do. I like the pumpkin spice lattes. I like them iced, but it's, I don't get, I don't get the lattes. I got the, uh, just the regular
1: iced coffee with the pumpkin syrup. I get that. Okay. And then I got the, uh, pumpkin spice, uh, cold cream, brew, cold brew, cream, cream, cold brew, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, had that today. You just got to wait for it to settle, you know, mix in a little bit. And, um, and bro little off topic here, but why doesn't Starbucks just have, like, numbers, dude? Like, when I go to McDonald's, yeah, give me a number seven and uh, an extra, you know, a biggie number 12, whatever it is. Because I got to remember, I'm like, I need a white macadamia nut, cream cold brew, nitro. And I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing here, dude?
0: Because they want you to have to say the words that don't make any sense. The venti, the, the... whatever it is grande grande is large but it's small there it doesn't make any sense like just just give me i don't even i don't play into their i don't play into their language i just go up Mm -hmm. and i'm like just give me the biggest whatever the largest version of this nitro cold brew is that you're legally allowed to give me is what i want i think it goes up to trente 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 something like that yeah those are big dude they don't let you, you they don't let you do that with the cold, with the nitro cold brews. It's not allowed. Really? You could, only, you could only go up to the medium. I've tried. Oh, wow. I didn't know that That stuff is like jet fuel, though. And also, yeah. you have to ask. The only thing I don't like about the nitro cold brew is that you have to actually ask for it with ice. If you like, they, or they'll oh, really? give it to you just, yeah, you have to actually ask for it with ice. Otherwise, they'll just give you a thing of, it's cold, but it's like lukewarm coffee at oh, that point. Like, I, need, I need ice, man. Yeah, what are we God. doing here? I need ice. What are we doing? Starbucks, we could, we'll, we'll flip Starbucks business. I hope Howard Schultz is listening. We'll we'll do some things.
1: Yeah. How about take away less ice uh, or take away more ice from your iced coffee and put it into your nitro? Because we know those suckers are filling that ice all the way to the top. Give me a half a cup of coffee, premium
0: prices, and oh, then you're going to ask me for a tip too. Yep. Well, with the with the see, here's the thing. I'm not when I go out. Right, I'm glad you brought this up. When I go out, we're going off topic, but this is great. When I go out here, right, I am because I used to work in the service industry. I'm a good tipper at restaurants, bars, but I don't really want you to flip your iPad around to me when you didn't make my call. You didn't even make my coffee, and you're working. Like the thing is, when I was bartending. Or working in service, the reason you do a good job is because you're not getting paid. Right. Like your your payment is tips. That's that was it. I know maybe that's super illegal, but that's how the service industry is. I'm sorry mm. to to paint the broad brush here, but that is what it is. But like when you're at Starbucks, you have benefits and you're making like fifteen dollars an hour. I shouldn't have to tip. You. They, they they turn a union. Around- Right. They're a, exactly their union. I shouldn't have to look at the iPad and it starts with 25, 30, or 35% tip. Why am I tipping you 25% on yeah. this? Like, this isn't making any sense here.
1: I know. And then you get guilt into tipping them a dollar. And usually, sh- yeah. I did it today and I feel icky afterwards because I'm just like, yeah. I just paid. And I sit down, I'm just like, I just paid $7.64 for this fucking coffee. And I'm like, Yeah. yeah. So that, um, but it, you know what it is, Steve? It's the, the, ipad company it's the company that services the uh, transactions between us and starbucks and they get that whatever one percent or whatever it is they incentivize businesses hey use this ipad um and we add this feature for it you give it to your customer your your employees so now we're basically paying for their salary on top of so starbucks can pay them less and then this transaction fee gets you know incorporated in that so it's really the the transaction company that pushes that uh that tipping option and that is so why i heard Bi-
0: and that is why bitcoin will win later on we don't have to get into that we will win in the next 30 years but hey they're they.
1: doing awesome too whoever's they're doing gonna, those tipping companies
0: yeah, yeah those <laughs> people are doing awesome exactly now this is it what's your go-to karaoke song i need to know jason aldean worked all week
1: cleaned up that, clean cut and clean shave whatever that one's called um that's the go-to yeah what's it called I don't. Know. She's not. She's country. Um. I oh wait, remember. is
0: it um um sideways? No. Maybe that's Kenny Chesney. Sideways. Tired
1: all week. Cleaned up.
0: I don't know the my kind of party. There it is. All right, I like Jason it.
1: Aldean, I like my kind it. Of party. You
0: know what I like about this show? That every person I've asked so far has had a di- completely different genre of go-to karaoke songs. If you want to be a complete psychopath, go with Ball with the Ball, Kid Rock. That's that's for people from Detroit. They love him. By the way, he still does. He does karaoke in Detroit. I was just with the clients really? that are from Detroit. They were at a bar one night and like he was hammered doing karaoke. Sure, to his to his own song, drinking Bud Light. Yes, probably. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, Peter, tell everybody this has been great. I this is bringing back so many memories having right? you on here. This is fantastic. Now, before we leave, though, tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Uh, Instagram is like where I put out all my video content, Twitter. I put stuff out there and nobody interacts with it, dude. I don't think I'm that cool on Twitter, I guess, like um, nobody interacts with it. So I, I still post stuff on Twitter just because like I use it for like my news sources. Um tock, everything is just like at Sheffield Shuffler. On, on Instagram and then Twitter, it's Sheffield Shuff because it doesn't have enough characters. I have a YouTube channel, Sheffield Shuffler, that I put some stuff on there. And I have trouble now getting the podcast up there. We talked about that earlier. But, yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, I'm around doing like Phillies, like in the Philly area. So I'm trying to be more prevalent in events going on in that area, this area. And, um, yeah, that's it. So if you like Goofy. Stupid, funny, informational, sports betting, um, random stuff. Give me a follow.
0: I might be worth it, and and golf too. Now that you're, <laughs> you're yes, golf. And golf. dude, you're a golf yeah. influencer now. I'm so. trying
1: to yeah, slowly <laughs> integrate it with you know how it is like with like your brand or your company is like you have to slowly bring in like new content. You know, every, the people that are there following for mostly X, and it's like, well, now I like golf, so I want to slowly bring it. You got to do it like ten percent, then thirty percent. So I'm starting to get them used to seeing some golf stuff. Absolutely. Can I ask you a question or or, or are we good on time? Oh, you could ask me a question. Okay. So this is something that I've been thinking about lately and it's a lot. Um, And tell me your thoughts on it. So obviously you own your own company about expansion, right? We talked about like, we're the only ones working. um, Well, I'm the only one, you know, operating my brand. You have people working with, for you as well. but as far as like growth, how do you grow? How are you expanding? Because I feel like I am like, like I have my page on Instagram, right? But I want to expand because there's a footprint for successful people, right? We've seen, I've seen it. We know how it is, the Barstool guys, and I don't care to use them for an example, but everyone right. knows who they are. Barstool, right? Barstool has their Instagram. Now they have Barstool Philly, Barstool Chicago, and everything feeds back into the Barstool brand, but they branched out. You know, barstool betting, uh, fantasy, whatever it is, brands. Every brand has f- followed like in in those footsteps, and I want to start expanding, but it's very hard because I'm already spread pretty thin with my bandwidth. So, how do you deal with that? How are you envisioning growth? And
0: yeah, how do you deal with that? So, the only way you can actually expand is you have to bring in people. Mm-hmm. So, the reason that the, my business has grown this year is because we brought in an editor to handle stuff that is, it keeps the lights on basically, right? But it frees me, my business partner, my wife up to do other things to bring in more business. So mm-hmm. you have to bring in people, but you have to bring in good people that you trust. And that's not always easy. So, like, even Right now, we're working on this big project, you know, the J.K. Dobbins one, and there's two more of those coming. But, like, I could, I had to bring in two other people that I know do good work, that I trust to do the work that I've worked with in the past. The best way that I could explain it is when you're expanding and trying to grow, you need people that are going to help that growth not people that are gonna that you are gonna have to look over their shoulder and mm-hmm. do stuff so maybe you have to take some time and train them a little bit right like I had to train I had to train my editor I, I had to train him for a few months and he still he still screws some stuff up but like he got sick this week and I'm doing all his stuff for him and he does so much more than I even the stuff that he does I'm like okay I know why I brought this this kid in because he's he's killing it like he's killing it i haven't even told him this yet he'll probably listen to this episode and he'll be like oh wow i had no idea because usually i just yell at him but like it's people you expand with people and that's that's really the only way to do it but it's got to be good people because if you don't bring in good people you're gonna go you're gonna take 10 steps back if you bring in good people that propels you forward that's how that's how it is and i know you like being one man band but like you if you want to really expand like and get someone here and get someone here it starts with people. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying
1: to build a team, right? I feel like everybody just wants to do their thing. This is my brand. I'm the fantasy guru. I'm baseball bros or whatever it is. Like everybody wants to do their own thing. And it's hard to like I've I've put put it out on my pages. And I'm like, if anybody's interested, writing articles, blog posts, um, creating content, like I can give you exposure, things like that. Maybe I can't pay you a lot right now as I'm still like, I can't, you know, be like self-sufficient with, with that. But like, it's just, it's hard to find people that like will buy into your vision or your dream and that's my issue because I can't keep growing and like, you know, your bandwidth gets thinner and thinner. And it's like, I got no time to do anything. And I like my free time. So right. that was just um, something I had, like how you deal with that. And and I understand that's what I'm trying to bring people into to kind of help out so we can grow this thing out. Cause I do have a larger vision for the brand. I don't want to keep it just here and here and here. Like I want to expand it, but yeah, you're right. It does come with people. And I think that's just the hardest part is finding them.
0: And remember growing too fast is almost Growing too fast is almost as bad as not growing at all Mm -hmm. because if you grow too fast, it could get out of control. So you got to be strategic with who you're going to bring in and why you're bringing them in. Right. That's how I do it. I mean, yeah. Can I maybe grow faster right now? Maybe that, that entails, but to grow faster, you also need, like on my end, like you also need clients to grow faster. So, so like I'm bringing in people to do those things and I hope that helped with the, with your question. Thank you, doctor. That's the first question anybody's asked me on this show. So really, pretty, yeah, nobody's ever asked me. Nobody really asked me a question. I'm just I'm the one that's asking the question. Oh, so. I
1: guess. Well, I guess. Yeah, that's you. That's your job here. I guess, right? I guess. Yeah, it, it, it is my job.
0: So, Peter, again, man, thank you for joining. We are going to get a golf outing. Yeah, <laughs> dude. In the next couple weeks, in our freshest gear. Hell yeah! I'm I'm ordering it now. As soon as I get off, as I'm ordering it with your link. Get you better get the commission. Just frick yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, everybody, listen. Thank you for listening to another episode of Doing Awesome. I'm trying to blow this thing up immediately. So subscribe and leave a review. I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify. We're on YouTube. Subscribe, leave a review. Tell all your friends. Peter, I'll see you on the golf course. I'm not going to be shooting 95s, but I'll see you out there. Everyone else, I'll see you next week.